Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. His name is Drew Hill. He's a smooth one. Grizzlies beat writer for the Daily Memphian. You can read him at dailymemphian.com. You should be doing that. Follow him on X at Drew Hill underscore DM. Man, he's an Alabama man, too. Uh, so we not, certainly know there's news there. Interested in his opinion on who the Crimson side should go after. I don't think Drew Hill, from what I saw tweeted, was too surprised when the Nick Saban news came down. We can get to that, but we'll, we'll, we'll do that later, Drew. Saw there was breaking news. Connor just dropped it on my head. The Grizzlies have announced that uh, Marcus Smart's going to be reevaluated in six weeks after being diagnosed with a rupture of the, let me see if I can get this, proximal interphalangeal joint central slip. Something in his finger. We said dislocated. Um, my gosh, Drew, the uh, the injury news just keeps coming. They keep you writing. Yeah, well, without cheating, can you spell interphalangeal? No, no. and I'm already looking at it. So maybe, maybe <laughs> back when I was uh, in my beat writing days, back when I was up on my spelling and everything else, you know, in this radio gig, I don't have to, I'm not chained to that computer and typing out and stuff. Maybe back then I could have done it, not now. Not now. Have you have you ever written those words? Proximal interphalangeal joint central slip. Is it the first no, time? No, but I was staring at my phone and typing I, on the computer I, I, at the I, same I, time because there's no way I would have spelled that correctly either. Um, do you suspect no, it would well, be this long? I guess. I did. I'm going to be okay. honest. Right. It looked bad in the locker room afterwards. And if it's just a dislocated finger, you might be like, "Oh, they'll just pop it back in. That's what I was It'll be fine." No, because like it does damage when stuff like that happens, Very true. and the finger was going the wrong way. Like, uh, it just it, it never looked good, to be honest with you. Um, but what Marcus said is that you know during a storm you gotta you, you gotta have a, a storm before the rainbow. And what T. Morant said as I talked to him, uh, which was actually at the halftime at halftime of the Mavericks game. He said the same thing, you know, we're trying to get Ja to look for the rainbow right now. And I think that applies to uh, every Grizzlies fan everywhere. Take the advice of Marcus Smart, take the advice of T. Morant, and look for the rainbow amid this storm. But I just, is it ever going to end? Is it ever going to end? It is a, this season has just been a marathon and it's just been painful uh, already. And I feel for those guys in that locker room, to be honest with you, because they had really high expectations coming into this year. And I know Marcus in particular was really excited to join this team. Um, obviously, it hurt that Boston traded him away, and he loved it there. But then he, he uh, you know, after talking to people around him and talking to Marcus himself as the season approached, he was like, man, I, you know, at least I got traded to a good team, and we're going to be competitive. And, yeah. 
and it just hasn't worked out that way this season. It's just such a bummer. No, the, and, and and what makes it do- doubly tough is that, I mean, you touched on it. Marcus Smart, what, what it was, the first time in his career, he gone over 20 points in three straight games. Like the way he was shooting the ball the last three games, he's giving you the best basketball you'd seen of him as a Grizzly, and it's helping you, I suppose, I mean – you know, I, I, again, it's just a th- it's a three game stretch. But when he's on the floor, it can help you make those decisions in terms of future decisions on him. Is he is he going to be a part of this rotation going forward? It, uh, should he be part of a trade asset again? And I was telling Connor if there's some deal that you just can't turn down, you know, him being out there helps you make those decisions when he's gone, particularly at a time where he's playing so well. You know, oh, now this is what we envisioned for him. You can see it for three games. Now it's gone. How much does it affect planning, or does it? How much does it affect planning going forward, um, him being out? Obviously, he's, this is not John Moran. He's not gone for the season. But with him playing so well at that time, how much does it affect planning going forward? I don't think it affects planning going forward uh, unless there's a concern with the injury history now. Right. Like, if, if you don't think he can stay healthy that's part of the season, that, yeah. and, it, and that certainly is part of it, then I think you have to take that into consideration. But um, – I mean, I usually don't self-promote here, but I've written a whole bunch over these last few days. I think there's some really good insight in a lot of the and, – and on-point insight in a lot of the pieces I wrote. And one of the things is that I, I just – you know, it was always a possibility that the Grizzlies, now that it doesn't look like they're really going to be competitive, we're maybe going to move on from one of their pieces like a Bismack Biombo, or maybe – Maybe a playoff contender would have come calling on uh, Xavier Tillman um, if if they could get a second round pick and or whatever. But obviously now he's like one of your only centers left on the roster, so I don't know what's going to happen there. But like, and I, I said in that piece that I think they probably want to see out this Marcus Smart deal because they got such a small sample size with Ja. Right. And honestly, it was going well. Um, and so it's just that's a huge bummer. So I would not be surprised at all if they still want to see that out and they want to see Marcus play alongside Ja for an extended period of time. And then, yeah. you know, you could make a deal next season if it's not working out. But right. you're not going to get the return that you got uh, that you traded away for Marcus Smart. Like, you're just not going to. They gave up two first-round picks to get him. Um, they valued him. Probably uh, they, they probably valued him more than most teams in the league would, um, and so and that's not a knock on Marcus at all. I think what he brings from a leadership standpoint is really uh, valuable to the Grizzlies. So I, I don't criticize that move whatsoever. It just sucks that he hasn't been able to stay healthy. And as you mentioned, I think these three teams. I don't think it's an exaggeration to say it may have been the best basketball he was playing in his career. Definitely like, offensively, early, yes. Yeah, yes. early in the season, he was being asked to do more than he ever has. No, no doubt. Like his usage rate was through the roof. Um, and that's really not what Marcus was comfortable. It's not a role that he's played, right? And so I, I think he got more comfortable as the season went along, and you could really see him start to – blossom and then this happens it's just been the story of the season like it's just it's just bad break after bad break all right well the grizzly you're in you're you're dead on uh agree with everything you said on, on smart um we saw the news they announced it had been broken before we saw vince williams jr gets his contract um how good a deal how great a deal because i want to use that word because i love it 
um, is it in, in, in your eyes? Oh, it's a great deal um, because to get him for three years, I mean, as long as he continues to play this way, I think it's a fantastic deal because that contract is <laughs> he's going to outplay that contract. No question. Which is very close to uh, the minimum uh, as long as he's able to stay healthy and stay on the floor, and he's already more valuable than that to this Grizzlies team. Um, and if you can get him to be used – in a role that really suits him. And again, he's another guy that's being asked to do more than he's ever been asked to do uh, by far because uh, he wasn't even in the rotation a season ago. And you could theoretically, you know, if the team is, is well-structured um, and competitive, like he could be a very useful piece for you um, when your starters are potentially in foul trouble or, um, just to have a, a guy that can come off the bench and try to stop some of these top players on the other team. Like, I think it's a fantastic deal for the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm happy for Vince that he was able to uh, get that done. And I, I just love being a rat, like watching Vince, like just to watch the way that he operates to me is so interesting because he's not a talker. Like he's very, mm-hmm. very quiet quiet around his teammates, quiet in the locker room. And then he gets out on the floor, and he is a total junkyard dog. He is talking to everybody. Um, I see the Pat Beverly comparisons now that he kind of made uh, earlier this season. I, I totally see it, um, and I love it. It's just a joy to watch. It's really fun. Um, he is as competitive as anyone on the team. And you just you would never guess that if you just stood around in the locker room. But man, the second he steps on that floor, he's just a different person, and that's pretty cool to see. Well, I know it. I knew, I knew it. You know, from you all's work at the Daily Memphis and you and Harrington and, and and Connor was pointing it out. Like when when Vince has been on the floor in some lineups that included Jaron, I suppose Smart as well. Like it's been lockdown city, and I think I heard heard you guys talking about it. Harrington said they've been fourth best. Defensive rating since what late November, I think 29th, maybe I saw it was whatever it is, late November. I know the last I looked, they were up to ninth overall. And my, my going back to the, the the when Vince is on the floor with some of those with Jaron, I mean defensive player of the year with, with with Marcus Smart. To your point about seeing this through, you have seen in the little bit of stretches that we like some lockdown, shutdown type defense that I I suppose would make you. I mean, you think about the future, and, and right now it feels like it's a long way off. But that's something you want to see again and a reason why you wouldn't make a move, to your point, on, on Marcus Smart, especially with what you've invested. But with yeah. Vince on the floor with those guys, like it's lockdown, or it has yeah. been for what we've seen. Definitely, and that's, that's – I mean, the point you're get, getting to there, I think, is one of the most interesting things um, because from a fit perspective, it really does seem like the Grizzlies have great fits on the roster. They just don't have fits that are healthy. Right now, Stephen right. Adams is a fantastic fit. Like he's literally the perfect fit alongside Jaron and and alongside Ja, yeah. and even Bain. I mean, he's been tremendous with Bain on the floor. Um, and so I think that you know that that's key. Brandon Clark, a fantastic fit alongside this team, plays great next to Jaron, plays great with Ja. Vince Williams, a fantastic fit as we've seen um, alongside these guys. So they have pieces that fit and Marcus was just starting to get some momentum with those guys. Um, and now the question is 
how do you project the future? How do you do you think Stephen Adams is going to come back and be the same force? I know they're working closely with the people that are helping him through his rehab. Do you think that Brandon Clark is going to be the same Brandon Clark? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that Marcus Smart is going to be able to stay healthy and stay on the floor for you? Um, and so you have pieces that fit, and that matters in the NBA. And I think that um, theoretically this team should be incredibly competitive next season if everybody can be on the floor. Unfortunately, it just has not worked out that way. Um how would you characterize Bain's chances of being an all-star? I'm just curious. You, you, you can shoot me down right here, or does he have one? Is it a long shot? Just because I'm, I've, my fandom of him just – my fandom of, of Bain just continues to go up because, I mean, he's almost become a master, it feels like, in terms of the angles he's using. Guy that everybody said, you know, had short arms, whatever else, not going to be a guy that's uh, super athletic or dunking on people because of that. I mean, the, his mastery of the angles off the glass getting downhill has, has gotten to a point where it feels like it's just as impressive – Drew, to me, is his, as his long-range shooting ability. We saw him get double-digit assists the other night. He's gotten better defensively. Um, so I got nothing but praise for the guy. And he's out there every night. Um, what are the chances that he could be an all-star this year? And I realize the Grizzlies' record's probably going to play into that. Yeah, it will. Um, to be honest, I don't think they're very high. It's bad. Because okay. the fan voting um, that always hurts go you. in his favor. Right. If somebody were to get hurt, if one of these guards were to get hurt, um, I think he'll have a real chance at being a, a replacement uh, okay. in the All-Star game. So, Just one attempt give, check. Yeah, what you I thought. Don't, I don't give him zero, but I think you make some great points. I'm actually going to be writing about this, so I don't want to spoil too much. But I'd, I'm, I'm ready to move on from people calling Desmond Bain a shooter. I hear you. He is a fantastic shooter. Don't get me wrong. He is a shooter. But he's much, much more than a shooter. Uh, he's one of the most efficient players in the NBA going to the basket this season by a lot. Uh, he's like in that elite group with like Luca and, and some of those guys. But that's how good he's been. So, uh, and I think his teammates agree with him based on some of the conversations I've had, uh, or agree with me, I should say, based on some of the, the conversations that we've had. And and here's the thing that you know I think. Is, is nice uh, for the Grizzlies mm-hmm. amid all of these injury problems. Desmond Bain spent an entire summer preparing to be ready to play those first 25 games without John Morant, yep. preparing to make these reads and play point guard, preparing to deal with every double team that was going to come his way, preparing to have all of the angles around the basket that you talked about because he knew that they're not going to be able to just shoot their way through a season. Uh, or through the first 25 games point. of the season. Yeah. And now it is all on his shoulders. Um, there's very little pressure. He just gets to go out and play the rest of this season and showcase what he's capable of doing. Um, but we should stop talking about Desmond Bain as a shooter. Um, he's a fantastic three-point shooter. He's an elite Facts. three-point shooter, but he's much more than a shooter. Facts. Uh, I can't wait to read the piece. We're talking, of course, to Drew Hill, a uh, fantastic Grizzlies beat writer for the Daily Memphian. Read his insight at dailymemphian.com. All right, I got to ask you because it doesn't sound like you were surprised, um, or at least not so surpri- as surprised as the rest of us. Nick Saban stepping down, uh, has built a dynasty at Alabama. 
Uh, there's no question about that. And I've already seen the news where at least it looks like, at least as, as we were coming on to the show, Dan Lanning, one of the, the, the top guys, or at least the betting favorite to replace him, has already said he's going back to Oregon. You, I had seen, tweeted, because I saw it. You said, you said if these rumors are true and had put out a list of guys yeah. to replace Nick Saban. So I'll go back to the, the original question. You were not shocked, or at least as shocked as the rest of us by the news? No, um, these rumors have been swirling. Okay. Uh, and I think <laughs> one of the dead giveaways to this that people didn't really pick up on was that Nick Saban bought a huge house in Jupiter, Florida. When? And when did he, he do it? Uh, I think it was a few months before the season ended, or just a, maybe okay. like a month before the season ended. And he made that, uh, he made that home his primary home. So, mm. like, uh, for tax purposes and whatnot. And so... That means he's got to live in Florida for an extended period of time in order to make that happen. Um, So maybe that was a giveaway before anybody really noticed. Um, I am disappointed that they weren't able to get Dan Lanning because I think he would have been the perfect guy for the job, to be honest. Um, Now that he's out of the picture, I I think Lane would be awesome at, at Alabama. He could get every player. He would put up a bunch of points every single game. Given the way that that tenure ended, it may be a little bit of an unrealistic wish for myself, mm-hmm. um, for for my own purposes. Um, and so, and I don't know if Saban would really want Lane to replace him at Alabama. Yeah. So it's probably unrealistic to think about that. Our guy Mike Norvell might be getting a call here shortly. Man, I'm like, with I- you. And I heard it discussed, you know, and the more people talked about Mike Norvell, the more I thought, man, that's perfect fit, a perfect fit. Yeah, and the way that this Florida State and ACC battle is going down, exactly. it's your chance to get out of there and come to Alabama. Now, here's, you would be starting over, but Florida State's going to lose a lot this offseason anyway. Yep. I mean, we saw what they lost just in the bowl game alone. I would not be surprised if he is on the short list of candidates. And Dabo Sweeney just seems so easy. I know that's not who fans want, and that's not who I want. He hasn't really caught up with the times of college football. Right. But he's he's like a safety net. He played there. He's oh, sure. there. I think for sure if it comes down to it, they'll just make that happen. Um, but I, I do think that Mike Norvell should, should top him on this list. I agree. He's to be a better coach. So we'll see what happens. I mean, the, the other wild cards in this, and I, I think that there's a, there's potential that maybe it's a list. It's a name that people aren't thinking about. I, I D'Amico Ryan's played at Alabama. He's got the Texans in the playoffs right now. Sure does. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know if he would take that job given what he has in Houston because he's got what looks to be a franchise quarterback. No doubt. All the fans are obviously really happy with him. And so I'm not sure if they'll be able to pry him away, but they could certainly try. Uh, he is an Alabama grad and player, former player. So there's a possibility there. And like, you may see some, na- some wild names <laughs> pop up in this before it's over just because of the pull that the university has, like I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Tomlin got a call. That would be, <laughs> that would be out there. Right. But like, that wouldn't shock me if they thought maybe they had a chance to go get him. He's been in Pittsburgh for a long time. Fans love him. I don't know if he would leave. Probably not, but you, you can make that call. Um, so we'll see what happens. 
I'm I'm rooting for Mike though. I'm rooting for Mike just because every interaction I've had with him, I love his intensity. Yep. I love the way he operates a program. I felt bad for him that he got left out of the playoffs. That was tough. Um, and you know that that, that may end up uh, he may end up going from from that to landing what is probably the biggest job in college football. So I'm hopeful that uh, that they give. Uh, our guy Mike Norvell uh, a chance down there. All right. I can't hold you all day, but I do want to know. Uh, you know, I, I I love you too because you're a Bears fan like me. OC, you got it. You got a top pick for offensive coordinator. So if we clean house on the offensive side and uh, see if your list there is like uh, as good as your list for Alabama coach was. I don't know. Well, you got a top. You don't care. Well, you care. Come on, this is for Caleb Williams. You you do you agree with me? that there's no way you're firing your entire offensive staff, your QB's coach, and your offensive coordinator to give Justin Fields a, a third coordinator in four seasons, that it's writing on the wall that you're moving for Fields and that this clean-out looks like it's for a new QB? Do you, do you buy that logic? I'm frustrated that they didn't give uh, – that they, they didn't just give him a complete reboot, right? And last week, I, I think I was on the show saying this isn't an easy decision, right? This is – well, he made it a little easier on. against Green he made Bay, it didn't he? A little he? easier, right? Okay. You yes. can't, yes. You can't score zero touchdowns Thank against you. a defense that just gave up thirty points. Amen. Panthers. So, I think the writing's on the wall. Yep. Um, okay. As far as an OC goes, I, I don't know. I, like the, the NFL is so different than college football because when you're creating a list for the very best job, you can think about the very best candidates. The Bears need to get deep in the weeds and try to go find some offensive genius who people aren't thinking about. That's what they need to try to do. You're probably right. Uh, yeah. And so, I, I don't know. I didn't love the Luke Getze hire. I've had enough of trying to hire, like, the, the West Coast offense Packers guys. Let's try something different. <laughs> like, let's go to the Shanahan tree or something. I'm with I don't it. know. We, we got to change something up. So, um, I, I, I don't know who they should hire as the O.C., but I'm just disappointed that they're bringing Eberflus back, to be honest. Me too. I wanted to upgrade. When Vrabel got fired, I said, let's go get him. Uh, I thought that even Vrabel would have been an upgrade in my mind. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I would have preferred that they just can Eberflus as well. But, um, Drew, you're doing great work. Keep it up. Read him over at the Daily Memphian. Follow him on Twitter at Drew Hill underscore DM. Drew, thank you, brother. Yep, thanks, guys. See you. Yep, he is Drew Hill. Again, read him at DailyMemphian.com. He's not a he, – he has a right to brag on himself or at least try to, to point you over the direction. They're doing great work over at DailyMemphian.com. He inherited on the podcast. He's got a ton of uh, articles up, a timeline really about the blows, and they just keep coming, including this, uh, this most recent blow uh, that Marcus Smart is going to be out for an extended period, reevaluated in six weeks after uh, – a diagnosed rupture of the proximal interphalangeal joint central slip. Pretty smooth saying that because um, it doesn't – I don't understand it. We were saying, yeah, you know, I guess Brad and I were being a little naive uh, the last couple of days and hoping that that thing – you could, oh, you can just pop it back in. It'll be sore for a couple of days. Maybe it must a game or two. It will certainly be more than that. That's, uh, that's more damage than just a pop-back-in finger. You know a little something about dislocated fingers, don't you, Connor? Yeah, no, maybe never happened to you. No, no, not like no. That. I bet Gabe I does though. You, you well as a as a lineman, yeah. I bet that thing with how your fingers get caught yeah, up. No, pads I, I've and never dislocated baseball anything. guy. It never happened. I've to never you, broken huh? anything. <laughs> You've never broken it. Like I've broken like a toe and stuff, but nothing, nothing like major. Really? Yeah, I popped my elbow when I was. Maybe it's because you're so. Maybe it's because it. you're so tough. 
<laughs> yeah, hundred percent. No, seriously, unbreakable. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. No, this is it, it's another blow, and, and like we said, Drew's got the timeline out over DailyMemphian.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.